Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash my butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's dive straight in to today's first story. Now, today's first story does follow with an update, and it's from School Jews Blues, who says, Am I the asshole for not sharing my daughter's university fund with my stepson? Apologies, I seem to remember a similar post, but for the life of me, can't find it. Don't mean to be redundant. My husband and I are a couple in our 40s. We've been married for 10 years now. We both have 17-year-old children. He has a son with his ex-wife and me, a daughter from my husband who passed. When we married, we chose to keep a portion of our finances separate due to both having children already previous real estate investments, and he having expenses like alimony and child support payments. We do combine our incomes for our mortgage and household expenses, our retirement, major purchases, etc. The college funds we have set up for our children have always been part of our separate finances, and as a result, neither one of us had terribly in-depth discussions with the other regarding the amount put into each child's fund. We do discuss what goes into them regarding tax returns, gifts from relatives, etc. I never expected both children's funds to be penny for a penny equal, but I did expect them to be closer than what I recently discovered. Both children have now applied to and both been accepted to university as it's their senior year. Now that a majority of the scholarships are in, tuition and housing, etc. are more concrete for each other than their school options. We started the specifics of the budget conversations. My daughter's college and graduation fund is worth roughly 150k, while my stepson has approximately a 15k dollar amount. Here is where the argument happened. With her scholarships, my daughter will have more than enough for undergraduate school and likely her graduate work as well, assuming she maintains her traditionally good grades. In fact, she'll likely have a good bit left over fine i say she can use it for a down payment on a home whatever after scholarships and the 15k from his dad my stepson will owe for undergrad my husband feels like we should just combine the funds when we married we very specifically kept certain things separate and this was one of them so i can't help but feel unwilling to just scrap that and mix things together now it doesn't feel fair or right but my husband thinks it's an asshole move not to give the kids the same thing. It's never been a problem when my stepson has had extras due to another parent and household also contributing to his clothing, his car, his spending money, etc. But now suddenly we have to be even. And just to be clear, being even actually means giving my stepson even more of the money due to the fact that my daughter's scholarships are more comprehensive. The kids are close and I'm sure my stepson will realize there's a difference in university money. But if my husband wanted to change things, I feel this should have been brought up sooner than this. Am I the arsehole? 
ETA since it's been asked. My late husband was quite young when he passed, so there was nothing much to speak of in the way of inheritance or life insurance. And yes, to reiterate, my husband and I did discuss this prior to marriage and agreed to keep the children's expenses as part of our separate accounts and finances. Now it all just feels very sort of, you know, all of a sudden because he's found out that you've got more money now. So now it's time to, to pull the money together because he's only saved 15K. Well, whilst you've been preparing all this time, this was all the original agreement which you two agreed to. So it's a not the arsehole for me in this one. And as always, before we go on to the update, we're gonna cover a couple of those comments. My own banana sticker says, not the arsehole, aside from the fact he only wants to combine now because you have more money than him. Why can't slash isn't his son's other parent contributing? Sucks for the sons, but this is literally what his dad wanted and you obliged. OP replies saying, I don't know what his mother will be contributing, but I can imagine it won't be much. She might surprise us all, but she's more of a spend now person rather than save for later. Biscuitboy967 replies that saying, I just want to say, please do not do anything to split the money now. A, your daughter earned her scholarships. The fact that there will be excess money is due to her hard work. B, it sounds like she did without a lot. From not having a living second parent to not getting as much spending money and luxuries as a young teen. Do not penalize her for that now by taking what your sacrifice is accumulated to. C, do not teach her that she has to sacrifice herself and her security to maintain a relationship with a man, her brother and father figure or that her security and comfort shouldn't be her number one priority. And D, college is a tough transition for a lot of kids. She could lose those scholarships if she falters her first semester or if she figures out this isn't the right school for her. Taking from her funds now puts additional pressure on her to never have a misstep or change in heart slash major slash school because her financial security is at stake. This is a hill to die on. I don't usually recommend to stop communicating in a marriage, but this subject matter is closed. Accessible Beige says, not the arsehole. It's not fair. Your daughter has more college money, huh? Well, it's also not fair that your stepson still has two living parents to help him. Your late husband can't do anything more for his daughter than he's already done. He won't be at her graduations. He won't be able to congratulate her on getting her first real job. He'll never get to walk her down the aisle. If she ever has kids of her own, he'll never have the chance to bounce her grandbaby on his knee or tell his adult daughter how proud he is of the incredible woman she's become. Money can't replace any of that, but if it makes the start of a young adult life a little easier, it's a small consolation. Dalek Masterplan says, not the asshole. It sounds like you did your job by preparing for your daughter's college. She shouldn't have to suffer because your husband didn't plan for his sons. And electrical date replies to that one saying and quoting, it's never been a problem when my stepson had extras due to another parent and household also contributing, but now suddenly we have to be even. And then goes on to say, this is the answer right here to OP's am I the asshole question. You are not the asshole. Your SO was perfectly fine with all things being separate until it became clear that you were aggressively saving for your daughter while he wasn't doing the same. Based on his attitude, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't take from his son's fund and give it to your daughter if the situation was reversed. Your stepson has two parents to contribute to his college. Your daughter only had you. You said that your deceased husband passed pretty young, so this college fund has been the result of your personal sacrifices. You shouldn't have to take away from your daughter and limit her educational prospects because your husband wants you to. So now we're going to move on to the updates. 
First of all, thank you to the literally thousands of people who responded to my original post. I'm not exactly sure what struck such a deep nerve with this subreddit, but I appreciate everyone who took the time to throw in their two cents. When I originally posted, my husband's reaction was still pretty gut, and since then, we've had a few days to talk things through. As suspected, my husband's problem was never the fact that he only has $15,000 in my stepson's fund, just that by comparison, my daughter's graduation gift is so much larger. In my husband's mind, the money he would be handing to his son would be a graduation gift to be used towards college, but also other things and that if my stepson needed additional help in any way of loans or financing, we would cross those individual bridges as they came. The way he looked at it, handing a kid a check for 15k is huge. He was just suddenly blown out the water by how much my daughter's gift will look like next to it. Anyway, we'll not be pooling the accounts. We clarified that any tuition money we spend on the kids moving forward will come from our shared funds and, and will go equally towards each kid. Basically, if we gift stepson $1,000, we'll also put that amount into my daughter's account. If we loan either of them money, that's up to them individually to arrange with us. We let the kids know that their accounts are different and that a lot of the discrepancy in funds is due to the fact that all of my daughter's gifts from family and her other resources, etc. have been pulled into her account already. Whereas my stepson still has his mother and other extended family members gifting and contributing at the time of graduation and as he goes. That's obviously not fully the case, but it helps speak to it helps speak to how aggressively each of us biological parents invested and looked ahead. The kids know that this has long been the case, as my daughter's biological side of the family is quite small compared to my stepson's side of the family, where there are 20 times easily the amount of relatives. The kids are all good. My husband and I are all good. No one will be drowning in college debt as some comments on the OP feared. We just needed to have a talk about things. Thanks again everyone for all the different perspectives. And basically some of the comments down below erupted on that update starting with bookworms for the win who says sorry but this agreement just makes no sense at all. So your husband wants to give your stepson more money. Okay great, his choice. But why do it this way? If he wants to give his son $1,000, he can do so from his money, but instead, you now give each kid $1,000 from shared funds. His share is still the same, so the only difference here, he has now signed you up for a forced gift to your daughter. Maybe you were planning on giving her more anyways, in which case, I can guess it makes no difference to you, but her college is paid off already, so it should be your choice to what to give. If this means you have to sacrifice something just for this plan, rethink it, because if so, it is neither fair nor equal. Also, while I get telling stepson money came partly from gifts to your daughter, I hope she knows the truth. Otherwise, your sacrifices through the years were just significantly diminished to protect your husband's ego. This whole setup makes me feel very uneasy, to be honest. And QE Cash says, I just read the original post and here's what I will say. Your stepson still has his mother and a ton of family to help him with college. Your daughter has no father. Is life fair? I don't care what your husband says. When I read your original post, the first thought that came into my mind is that this is a grown man that is jealous of a fatherless child and jealous of the fact that her mother worked hard to plan ahead for that child's future and did such an amazing job that the girl now has a good ride to college. I hate inequality in any way, shape or form, but when people feel entitled to a resource that they did not work for or earn in any way, it rubs me the wrong way. I do feel for your stepson who might feel bad that he has a lot less to go to college on. 
but he still has a mother who could contribute to his education. Even if she does not, he can work part-time. Kellis classes and earn merit scholarship, go to community college and have thousands of dollars off his college tuition bill, etc. But demanding that his stepsister share funds with him or have his father whine about how unfair it is that you worked hard to ensure your father's child's college tuition was in place long before she was in even high school makes me want to throw up. Entitlement much. Not the arsehole. Your husband, though, is the arsehole. I hope you have a will and trust in place and are protecting your daughter financially in other ways too. Great job so far and good luck. But now I'm going to turn it to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you say to OP after you read that update? Do you feel, you know, it's fair now? Or do you think it's still unfair on the daughter and, you know, OP maybe being taken for a ride? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Story. And our next story comes from Wedding309657, who says, Am I the asshole for making this condition on attending my brother's wedding? My younger brother, Sean, is getting married soon. He sent out invitations that included everyone in the family. I found out that he was only going by the number plus one unless engaged or married rule. I felt confused since I've been in a long-term, seven years now, relationship with my girlfriend and I was counting on having her to come with me to the wedding. I asked Sean and fiancé about it and asked if they were aware they were excluding my partner with this rule and they gave me a too bad, so sad type of reaction. But I told him alright, then he shouldn't expect me to come either. He freaked out and called mum who said, since I'm the oldest in the family that my presence at the wedding is a must. I told them that I will attend the wedding under one condition, and that is to have my girlfriend attend with me. Sean tried to pull the she's not official and she's not family crap on me, but I told him enough. I remain calm yet strict with my condition. My mum said my girlfriend can miss one event, no big deal, and said I shouldn't be putting conditions on my brother's wedding to force his hand like that. I said that is all I have and left after a huge meltdown from mum and Sean accusing me of trying to alter the wedding, disrespecting their beliefs and pushing my own on them. 
Oh, and went as far as accusing me of planning to steal the event so I could propose to my girlfriend. Shake my head. The rest of the family got into yelling at me for disrupting the wedding and trying to control and bully my brother into letting me do what I want on his goddamn wedding and said it wasn't about and up to me to put conditions and went on about how I should support him as his only sibling and father figure since dad is deceased. But I think I'm trying to stand by my girlfriend and our relationship. That means so much to me, but they see it as me choosing her over my brother. Am I the asshole? I think this one could simply come down to me. You know, his wedding, if he wants to make up these rules, you don't have to go and it's as simple as that. He can't get offended that you don't want to go because you're excluding his girlfriend who you've been with for seven years. And as I always do with these situations, I'm trying to put myself into the groom's shoes in this and sort of say like, if my brother came up to me and said, look, I've been with this person for seven years now, can, can they come along? I would go, oh shit, yeah, sorry about that. Bring him along, of course. So it left me wondering, what's the real reason here? There's got to be something more. And I wonder if it is just about, you know, they're worried about brother proposing in front of everyone and taking over the wedding. I just feel like there's another reason behind it. So hopefully we'll get an update in the future on that. But Fitbear says, not the asshole. He's invalidating your relationship and it's an insult to you and your girlfriend. This whole culture of it's my wedding, I can be a dick if I want needs to get in the bin. Good Girl's Grace replies that saying, That absurd rule is purposely made so they could exclude Opie's girlfriend. After five years, they are more than official. What's the difference between an engagement and committed seven-year relationship? A ring and a flashy proposal. I bet that the brother hasn't been engaged as long as Opie and his girlfriend has been dating. And then to accuse Opie of choosing his girlfriend over brother. The brother was the one who chose to exclude an Opie's partner over having him there. He set the rules for his wedding. OP just complied. Not the asshole, OP. If it were me, I'd show up at his wedding to propose and then go in as an engaged couple. But that's just me being petty. You should probably not go to the whole affair. MDSN Bell says, not the asshole. I'm a big fan of a no ring, no bring rule to avoid randos. But once a couple reaches the five year mark, I think the spirit of the ring is implied and it's rude to not invite them as a named plus one. Your family is being awful to a woman you love on an Emily Post power trip. They are awful people. Thank you for sticking up for the lovely woman you chose and who chose you. Eleanor Shellstrop says, not the asshole. I understand not wanting your college roommate to bring his, her latest flame, but I would assume you see a life partner in your girlfriend. I'm curious, it doesn't really matter, but I wonder, have you been together longer than your brother and his fiance? Heck, your brother has probably even known her longer than other potential guests. Wouldn't he want her to come? I would assume she must be like family at this point. Illustrious horse says, not the arsehole, seven freaking years. How long has he been with his fiance? Actually, it doesn't matter. Couples who live together are common law after less than two years in most places, and many couples opt to not marry. By year seven, I'll be referring to your girlfriend as sister-in-law. He's totally the arsehole here and is alienating your girlfriend your parents should be on your side. To which OP replied saying, yes, Sean has been with his fiance for a little over two years. What? And one more from OK Perspective who says, I feel like they may have made this rule to screw you over. Do they not like your girlfriend? Is she prettier than the bride to be? Jealousy. I would think a brother's girlfriend would be an exception to their rule. I think you're doing the right thing by standing up for your girlfriend. I'm sure she feels really hurt. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What if you was in OP situation and, you know, your sibling was making this rule? How would you feel about that? How would you deal with that? 
Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. Gee whiz, and we got another wedding story from RelationshipMain4109 who asks, am I the asshole for telling a teenager that a wedding is significantly more important than her birthday and she needs to grow up? I invited my soon-to-be mother-in-law wedding dress shopping as an olive branch because we don't have the best relationship. She accepted but asked if she could bring her boyfriend's 15-year-old daughter, Emily, because Emily loves fashion. Honestly, I think it was more of mother-in-law has some anxiety around my family and wanted an ally, so I said yes. Emily is okay, but ridiculously spoiled. Her divorced parents are in competition for her love and both have some serious cash to throw around. Emily is having a sweet 16 the same month I am having my wedding and she has been talking about it non-stop, picking out the car she wants, making plans for the actual day. Her birthday is a Wednesday, but the party is a Saturday, so she still expects something special on her birthday. She will be going to Disney with her boyfriend, her dad, and mother-in-law. She has already let her mother know that since her birthday falls on his custody time, her mum can make it up to her, so she is having three birthdays. I internally roll my eyes a little, but it isn't my business. We had a nice day planned of lunch and wedding dress shopping. It started off okay, though Emily demanded a sip of mother-in-law champagne, and I was a bit worried about getting kicked out because it is a liability. But mother-in-law told me to chill, and her boyfriend has been giving Emily sips since she was 12. The issue began when Emily was walking around the boutique and found a dress she loved for her party. Mother-in-law told her to try it on, which kind of bothered me because it wasn't Emily's event. My mum told mother-in-law that it was bad etiquette, and mother-in-law seemed surprised. I will give mother-in-law the benefit of the doubt that she didn't know because she is pretty socially oblivious. Emily came out and heard the conversation and told mother-in-law she didn't do anything wrong and we were being zillas. I nicely asked Emily to stay out of the adult conversation and Emily told mother-in-law that it isn't even her fault her relationship with her son is strained because we are so nitpicky and she was literally just trying on a dress. I snapped at Emily that she has no idea what she is talking about and maybe when she is older, she'll have a clue. But a wedding is way, way more important than some birthday party. I said birthdays come every year and it really isn't that special. Emily told me to chill and why can't I share and all the dresses I tried on were basic. Finally, mother-in-law told Emily that they were leaving and stormed out after paying for the dress. Mother-in-law's boyfriend is pissed and said I'm a drama queen. I shouldn't be fighting with his kid and I'm so mean to mother-in-law. And we're going to start straight away with one Mike Nation who comes in and says, you're the asshole because here's the thing. Her birthday is more important to her than your wedding. Why are you arguing with a child just because they are excited about their birthday compared to your wedding when it sounds like she barely even knows you? Maybe you should grow up a little. Ewok Cafe says you're the asshole fighting with a child because you lost a bit of spotlight and telling her that her sweet 16 isn't important. Maybe birthdays aren't important to you, but your childhood ones can be. But that's not the point. Her birthday has nothing to do with your wedding and there's no need to compare. A simple, we're here to wedding dress shop and we want to focus on that experience. She's welcome to look at dresses while she's here, but if you could save trying on for another occasion that would be appreciated, would have sufficed. Illuminator007 says everyone sucks here. Every party involved made the decision to escalate the drama instead of letting it go. Melody off the key replies that saying, agreed everyone sucks here. You know she's spoilt and her family enables it to the max. 
Your wedding dress shopping is important, but 16 only comes once. You either could have let it go and just had your mum be there for you or politely asked them to wait until you were done. Not shout at her. Mother-in-law and her boyfriend are also really bad here, not realizing that it just wasn't the time to give in to the teenager. And one more from Glass Sandwich 9315 who says, you're the asshole. All that stuff about the details of her party and her being spoiled is completely irrelevant. And it's clear that you just added it to justify your attitude towards her. The situation in question is, you were at your bridal gown appointment. Your soon-to-be mother-in-law dragged the 15-year-old girl with her to basically act as an emotional support animal. She got bored watching her, her dad's girlfriend's son's fiance try on wedding dresses and decided to try on dresses for upcoming Sweet 16. You got upset, berated your soon-to-be mother-in-law about her boyfriend's daughter trying on a dress, told a 15-year-old to butt out because the grown-ups are talking and told her that her birthday is irrelevant and your wedding actually matters. Of course, her birthday matters to her. Why the hell would the wedding of her dad's girlfriend's son matter to a 15-year-old girl? No less watching said son's fiance try on wedding dresses. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories, the liking, subscribing, all that good stuff. It really does mean the world. And honestly, I can never thank you enough. Thank you for your love, your support, and your time. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Life is what you make it. I feel like I'm amazing. I can't see a way out. I've been stacking face down off canvases. I painted. I just spent the rain day on drip. I can't afford, but that's the price I pay for the memories I'm making. I've been going places. I've been shaking hands for a chance to really make it. This life is so abrasive. Swag almost gave it. All this shit that I'm laying it's only the foundation. I've been going crazy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 